that's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and his voice like an electric shock. I Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild. Welcome to Good Luck America, a news and politics podcast, a politics and news podcast. I'm not Adam Todd Brown, and you're not. I, I am Adam Todd Brown, but who are you and you're not? supposed to say, hey, everybody, first. To make it authentic. Well, you say, hey, everybody. I got my own style. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Fuck yeah, you are. And uh-huh. who am I? Mm-hmm. Come on! Balki Bartakamus. That's my new That's my new name. Yep. You can call me Balki. That was Cousin Balki, right? Oh, because I'm wearing a Perfect you're wearing Strangers a perfect t-shirt. Stranger shirt. I get it. <laughs> oh, man. That's Chet Wild. That's me. And today, our special guest is... Nobody. Why would we subject anybody to having to talk about this? No It's guests. exhausting. We don't need no guests. Where we're going, we don't need no guests. Nope. It's just you and me, the OG crew. And the puppy. Your puppy, not my puppy. I got She's... a puppy, but you'll have to listen to the outtakes that already came out to hear about that. Oh, I was lying about those already coming out. That'll oh, like... you fucking liar! Why did I talk about the dog then, you motherfucker? That'll be like next Thursday. God but, damn it. Yeah, well, we've already... you'll have to listen to uh, Unpops Daily, uh, Monday's episode, because I'll talk about uh, the new pet I may or may not have on things I'm looking forward to. Okay. Yeah, I'm cross-promoting You already have... Pods. You already have the dog. How are you looking forward to it? I'm looking forward to No, you see you tried to get me to spoil what I'm looking forward to about it. You have to listen to the Daily Pod. Okay. Hey, hey. did anyone else when they saw in the news FBI investigating suspicious package think they were talking about Trump's dick? Am I right? Come on. Oh, give my me a God. sound effect. Give me a sound effect. I wanted to tweet it so bad and I said no, Twitter deserves better. <laughs> Twitter does deserve better. I don't need that Twitter's such an upstanding place. Yeah. We're going to talk about the MAGA bomber today. We sure are. Well, and I'm it, uncomfortable even calling him the MAGA bomber, but that's what the media has taken to calling him. So fine. We fine. have to call him something. The the alt-left conspiracy theory bomber. Oh, my God. I had to mute a motherfucker over that. Oh, my God. A publication I used to write for. They tweeted, like, immediately, the first thing I woke up to after seeing that all of these bombs had been found was this motherfucker tweeting, oh, this is clearly a hoax by the Democrats to take people's attention away from the migrant caravan. Man, those former colleagues at Highlights Magazine really have some strong words. Oh, yeah. strong opinions. Yeah, exactly. No, this is when I wrote for Sky Mall, actually. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. They're still tweeting. Still tweeting, even though they're not in business anymore. Motherfucks. Really weird. And uh, I was like, uh, you are such a fucking homer. That was my response. And they replied, what's a homer? And I said, you. <laughs> I don't even know what a homer means. Like a homer Simpson? But no, I don't a see homer that. is like a person who always sticks up for the home team no matter what. Oh. Like in any situation. Like, I don't know, people who think the Bills lost one of those Super Bowls because there was a helicopter overhead. It's like, no, they just choked. That's from the 30 for 30 documentary. Adam, why you got to it take ties shots in because like Trump that. tried to buy the bills at one point. Thank God he didn't. So did Bon Jovi. Yes, 
He owns the Philadelphia Soul. But instead, the Pagulas, who already own the Sabres, are like, we're going to own all the Buffalo sports teams. Monopoly! Oh, man. So, yeah, we're talking about these bombs and the response to these bombs. There, I think we're up to possibly 13 now. Yeah, we're recording at 11.07 Friday morning. This comes out Monday, Magic of Podcasting. So much of this may seem a little like whatever. We're going with the most up-to-date information we have. Right. And a lot of what I have to talk about is about how people need to shut the fuck up and stop ha- not stop having opinions, but listen to facts more than you listen to opinions. Facts need to have more weight than opinions. Yeah, absolutely. Why do opinions and conspiracies get more weight than facts? Right. I get that, but I do I and I mean I'm I'm not I don't know if it's going to be your point, but anything even approaching, oh, man, the left really needs to tone it down in regards to this argument or this situation is fucking nonsense. It's such nonsense. Yeah, you summed it up great in a tweet. It's Yeah. It's like, how did this so quickly? T- like, every, I was watching CNN. This was probably the one instance where CNN really covered a story well and asked a lot of really important questions. It's almost like their lives were on the line. Yeah, yeah. And they were doing it from outside on the street because they couldn't go inside because someone mailed them a fucking bomb. And every motherfucker on the right that they interviewed would immediately keep coming back to the point that we really need to tone down. They kept saying hot rhetoric. Like, I saw five different motherfuckers use the phrase hot rhetoric. So this is this is a talking point that's being spread by somewhere on high. This isn't everyone coming to this opinion individually. It's almost like there's uh, somebody in a prominent leadership role on the right that continually says the left have mob justice and are violent people, right. giving them that idea, despite fact right. pointing to the contrary. And... It's definitely that, and but when you get into people all using the same specific words... People don't have original thoughts. But it's not just that they don't have original thoughts, it's where are they getting those words? Where is the phrase hot rhetoric coming from? Did Sarah Huckabee Sanders say it? Because if so, that makes sense. A lot of times, especially with Fox News, the White House will just kind of kick out what talking points and with the specific phrases they want them to use. And I could see if maybe it comes from there, but otherwise, if we want to get into conspiracy theories, how did everyone have the same fucking brand new phrase for this shit the morning this happened? Like, how did, how was the right all of the same mind that this was a hoax perpetrated by Democrats immediately? That doesn't happen by accident. That's those motherfuckers listening to someone and it may not be like it it could just be a small group listening to one person and it emanates out from there but that's that's conspiracy shit that's what that is yeah i mean i kind of just want this to be 60 minutes of silence where everybody just sits and meditates and thinks about being a fucking better person and listening more (laughs) yeah well but that's the thing i don't feel like anything about this makes me need to be a better person like do you feel that way not you specifically i think in general this isn't a shot at you or a shot at me. I think we both uh, are pretty good listeners and take the facts at the weight they deserve. Even in the the unpops, some of the Discord channels, you just people are 
Like, it's great that you like conspiracies and, 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 you know, you have interests and you're invested in the podcast, but like how quickly some multiple listeners jump to those things or just, it's, it's fun for people to be like, what if? And right. like go down a rabbit hole, but you're not talking about what's really going on. You're creating your own alternative reality. Right. But um, I, I still think that's mostly coming from the right. And I really hate that somehow the overarching talking point that both sides have landed on is we really need to tone down our anger. It's like a Trump supporter just mailed out 13 fucking bombs to Trump's political opponents and we need to tone it down. That's how terrorism works. Like they're, being they're, they're basically too. saying, hey, this guy sent bombs because you won't stop being mean to Trump. So you better stop being mean to Trump. Motherfucker, what? Well, that's also how bullying works. Let me take a breath here because there's a lot to fucking unpack. For whatever reasons, it is acceptable. Like, Trump, things just don't stick. It's acceptable and okay. Even by people on the left, like, by mainstream media and <laughs> Democratic senators and congressmen, they just kind of give Trump a free pass still. Oh, absolutely. And... I don't necessarily think it's the worst thing to say, okay, people on the left need to tone it down. But it's not people. It's all people, especially Trump and especially Trump supporters. But what do people on the left need to tone down? They need to not play. Well, I'm not even saying they need to not play this game because this is not a case of the best offense is a good defense. Like, you need a good offense. Like, the Democrats are constantly playing defense. Somehow Trump is on the offensive when he should be on the defensive here, right? Oh, absolutely. So that's where it's like even engaging in that conversation. Like, there are certain people on Discord that they can maybe make a good point for the right with selective hearing and putting things in isolation. And it's a strategy to distract you from all of the other insanity. Um, so I think you're right in that, in general, I just don't think violence and rhetoric is the answer. Uh, but the vast, 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 I won't say all, because as soon as they all, somebody finds one example contrary to, but the vast, vast, vast majority is coming from Trump and Trump-like supporters. Um, right. So why the fact that we're pretending that's not the case is, and then calling it bipart or calling it partisan. If you're like, oh, it's coming from the right, you have to look at the whole thing. Well, it it is coming from that's where the facts come into play. That is mind boggling. Yeah, you have to, we have to like walk on eggshells and be overly politically correct or. Uh, but fuck that, we don't like, have to. But that's be. the thing. People, so many Trump supporters were like, oh, I don't want to be so PC. Then why are you expecting people to be so PC? It just about the they're expecting people to be PC about the president, which is the most un-American version of being politically correct. That is dictator shit. If you want me to live in a country where I can't criticize the president, fuck you. Like you are fuck you in the wrong country, motherfucker. And I just I can't stress enough how much I hate that that became the talking point immediately is, oh, we all need to tone it down. No, you're the side mailing fucking bombs and we need to tone it down. All right, like that's, like you can say that to me, but I'm not going to agree with that. Like there's, this is definitely not the time to be like, all right, let's hear them out. Otherwise they might mail more bombs. It's like a bully that beats you up and takes your lunch money every day. And they're like, well, if you didn't want him to take your lunch money, maybe be nicer to the bully. It's like, he's a bully! Yeah. 
He's a piece of shit bully. Yeah. Why weren't you just giving him your lunch money to begin with? Trump tweeted, funny, 11 hours ago, funny how lowly rated CNN and others can criticize me at will, even blaming me for the current state of, uh, spate of bombs and ridiculously comparing this spate to- Spate is a real word, but he oh, shouldn't have capitalized bombs. To September 11th and the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City bombing, yet when I criticize and criticize them, they go wild and scream, quote, it's just not presidential. It's almost as if you're the president. Yeah, yeah. Where motherfuckers are supposed to criticize you. The press is supposed to hold you accountable and be critical of you and praise you when you deserve praise. Right. Do things that deserve praise. Here, here's the thing. Right uh, uh, Trump supporters. Uh, I don't even like to say on the right. I don't think it's a political spectrum. It's just this fucking bubble of Trump supporters that is growing. Uh, if you don't want the left to, to have so much rhetoric or you want them to tone down their thing, stop fueling them with all of your shittiness. Like, that's how you get the left yeah. to tone it down. Stop giving them things to be fucking riled up over. Yeah. Stop being bullies. Stop being shitty people. Yeah, it's the uh, the idea that... And here's the thing. That's what makes me so mad. We were talking... We should, I think, mention to people that Unpops has a Discord server now. Uh, we'll- the official, the only... The only Unpops Discord server. Where can people find that? I guess I'll put a link... Oh, check our Twitter. We'll we'll put a link in our Twitter bio at Unpops. It's very active. There's different channels for every podcast. Yeah, there's um, a lot of channels, but it's there, a we bit have much a lot. for me at we times. Have, but there's the post. See, here's the. Th- I, I'm, I'll tell you the same thing I tell people who say we put out too many podcasts. You don't have that's to true. read everything that's in there. I feel an obligation to read everything in this podcast channel. I try, but sometimes, like I'm making the podcast. I yeah. can't. I can't be in the shit but that gets into what i'm saying like people kind of get hard-ons about conspiracies or just having so many fucking opinions right or like following this in in such real time and posting so many updates it's like but you, you know it'd be great if the way americans got the news was every night at 6 30 watching the world news and you get your news during that half hour and then you fucking live the rest of your yeah. life yeah yeah but i disagree with that but <laughs> what what i was gonna say is it gets brought up in the discord by the handful of people who are on the right who listen to this podcast that I always, always, always side with the left in any situation. And you brought up that when the president does good things, he should be praised. And when he does bad things, he should be called out on it. Have I not done at least a few episodes about things that Trump has done that I support? Space Force. Do, do I not stick up for Space Force all the fucking time? Did I time. not say, hey, maybe Trump should build a 5G nationwide network because we need that as a nation? Like, I get it. Like, I get that sometimes, like, my favorite way to put it is even the blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. A broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, like, Trump is going to do some good things, and I'm not in any way afraid of saying, all right, well, yeah, that was that's a pretty decent idea. And I do think... The left needs to get a little more flexible in that way, just so we don't come off as fundamentalists. Well, it's like how the right hate Obama, no matter what. He wore a tan suit. Let's talk about that for five days. Like, but it is a, it's, it's a slippery. I don't know. It's just a slippery fucking slope. Right. It's hard. There's. I've talked about this on past podcasts before. There's not a lot of room, it seems, for moderate political viewpoints. Like, if you try to have a moderate political viewpoint, you're pulled by. You're kind of chastised by either side. Well, um, but I would also argue, like, 
in general, I think the a lot of leftists, a lot of Democrats have kind of toned it down, and like the Republican Party is under Trump is progressively be coming closer and closer to alt right, right, and alt right, yes. And the leftists, uh, Democrats are becoming more moderate for the time being out of necessity to, like, try to win some of those swing voters. Well, I think what they're counting on is when it really comes down to voting. There's, like, it's the tw- it's the Twitter thing, man. If you spend most of your time learning and talking about politics on Twitter or just on Algorithms social media. reward, extreme viewpoints and assholes. Well, not just that, but it's going to make you think everyone thinks the same way you do. And it's going to make you think, well, everyone who would potentially vote Democrat will be very comfortable with the term socialist being thrown around come election time. And I feel like a lot of Democrats are banking on the opposite, that people are going to hear fascists on the right socialists on the left and think oh my god what is happening in this country when it should not be that way for the record i don't i'm not trying to demonize socialists like fucking actually look up the term socialism before you freak out about the term socialism i'm not saying that but i think democrats are counting on a lot of average americans who don't really fuck around on twitter the type who are susceptible to not necessarily fake news but like those those motherfuckers who argue hey man I didn't know Trump was bad before I voted. I just didn't like Hillary Clinton. Okay, we're, well, where then did you- vote for fucking Jill what, Stein what? or whoever. No, fuck Jill Stein. But also, where did you get that information on Hillary Clinton? You're, you're so informed on Hillary Clinton, but you can't look into Trump before you vote for him? Fuck you. That's such a weak excuse. But those motherfuckers who would try to make that excuse are the ones who will be susceptible to hearing a motherfucker like Joe Biden go, eh, socialism, I don't know. And I think that's what Democrats are counting on to win this 2020 election. I think they're going to cater their message to people who think what's happening in this country is too extreme on both sides, and they're going to lose in dramatic fashion. They're going to get annihilated. Because they're playing it too safe? Because they're they're running just on, hey, at least we're not this guy or that guy, or at least we're not this woman or that guy. Like, that's what Democrats are going to run on is, well, at least we're not Trump, right, baby? Right, people of color? At least we're not Trump. And what did we just watch this morning? Where was Trump when actually Quincy Johnson just tweeted? The second or the original? Quincy Johnson the second uh, just tweeted at me about it. The When Trump made the announcement that they had made an arrest in this case and the crowd goes wild, we can actually play the crowd it's going wild. Here. Young black leaders. He's at the Young Black Leaders Convention. That almost seems staged. But see, you saying that almost seems staged is exactly the kind of shit that's going to lose. Yeah, the, I know. That's the, just my the, gut reaction of like, how can these but people the, be cheering? I'm pretty sure Young Black Leaders is an actual group that he yep. was speaking to, and there's a reason they wanted Trump to come speak to them. Mm-hmm. And are Democrats ready for that? Or are Democrats just flabbergasted that there's a room full of black people that support Trump? Because, so now are all of those people mentally ill? Like, is that going to be the defense? 
Is it going to be, oh, they're all crazy? Yeah, they, they need, need to- Democrats need to be more prepared because that my I mean, I think my reaction there is just like, what the fuck is this? It's like Democrats, and, and get, they're deer in the headlights. That's what's so frustrating is I've been saying for at least two years now that this is where Trump is headed. What's next after this is him standing in front of groups like this and saying, hey, illegal immigration, it impacts you the most. And we can fix what's happening in your neighborhoods if we just get these illegals out of here first. And I, not to beat a dead horse, but what are Democrats going to say in that situation? How do you side with illegal immigrants and not get called a racist by the black people who are now supporting Trump? And what do you do? What do you say? Like, Democrats need to have a plan that does not involve mass deportations, but also dramatically improves the lives of people in black communities. And it needs to be a plan that will work really fucking fast or they are going to get fucking murdered in 2020. I don't think like I've been saying, yeah, Trump probably will delay election. I don't think he needs to. Democrats aren't doing shit to prepare for what's coming. And the worst part is we're right back in that same cycle we were in 2016 where everyone's like, that'll never happen. Like, uh, it will. Anything can fucking happen. And motherfuckers need to be ready for it. And that's why it's important not. that everyone votes. Yeah. Like, that's one of... So we're going on a lot of different kind of side tangents, and so we'll get focused after this. Yeah. The current leadership, like, our, from my perspective, and it's not because I tend to vote Democratic, like, I'm saying this, I, I believe, from an objective viewpoint, the current system of voting and the way we're represented is failing us we have a president that does not represent the majority of voters like he does not represent the popular vote by over three million people right and we have all this gerrymandering where you have republican like a republican-led congress house and supreme court that does not represent the majority of Americans. Yeah. And the system is broken. I'm not saying change the system. I'm not saying like gerrymander for the Democrats. Like it's just, there's so many people in powerful positions and leadership positions across all branches of the government that are not representing the people. Sure. The, the, the majority of the people, which is how elections should work. Right. Um, and there's a number of different kind of approaches like, hey, do we add seats to the House so we can, you know, because population has grown so much over time. More people could just vote, too. Yeah, more people could vote. Because most people don't. And that's a huge problem. Like, that that would take care of a lot of the the problems also. It would also present new problems because, like, our, a lot of, depending on what neighborhoods you live in, uh, voting setup is not ideal. It makes it difficult to vote, the weights, everything else. But like, oh, yeah. if everyone did vote, the system would be overwhelmed. But again, should be a national holiday. The fact that it's not a national holiday is insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people definitely need to vote. That's for sure. And also, it's not just the presidential election. Like, your local elections matter too. Right. I think people... If for no other reason, so you don't get purged from voting yeah. roles. So let's get back to this shooting, or these bombs... This is another tweet from Trump. Republicans are doing so well in early voting and at the polls, and now this bomb stuff, bomb in quotes, happens and the momentum greatly slows. News not talking politics. Very unfortunate what is going on. Republicans, go out and vote. Well, the news is talking politics because this is a very political, polarizing thing. This is thing. quite political, yes. And also, 
when the news is literally receiving bombs, of course they're going to cover it. Yeah, and we'll get to, at the end of this, we'll get to news that is, I think, being kind of buried by this story. And I think it's being buried to the benefit of Trump. As most things are. Right. Like, as uh, I say this all the time, whenever something crazy like this happens, just... uh, I'm Look for no. I'm saying I'm saying for no particular reason. Just go check some headlines and see if there's anything else that on any other day you might also be outraged about. Hours after the bombings went out, uh, or the, the the bomb story broke, and CNN was evacuating stuff. I went to FoxNews.com. The top headline was Schumer and Pelosi blast Trump for calling for a oh, par- sure. partisanship. It's like how is that your top fucking story? Yeah. Yeah, and it it just it again it kills me not just the civility debate that broke out around this, but that the right somehow justified both latching onto a conspiracy theory immediately, but then there was also this element of them chastising people on the left for believing conspiracy theories. And it's like, motherfucker, this is why I sometimes believe conspiracy theories. Because sometimes an entire side of a debate about a bombing all wakes up in the morning with the exact same talking points with the same fucking words. That's a conspiracy, goddammit. All a conspiracy means is that a lot of people are working together toward one goal, but they're trying to keep it a secret. Like, fucking, we're going to do an episode of the Conspiracy Podcast soon about goddamn aspartame. Because the way aspartame, which is probably going to give us all brain cancer. Yeah, you shouldn't have anything with aspartame. Yeah. I'd be interested in if you're looking for a guest on that yeah i am i need to re-record it because we canceled it but the way aspartame was approved is the literal definition of a conspiracy and it involved the president it involved fucking donald rumsfeld it is a legitimate conspiracy sometimes they fucking happen and for an entire side to wake up in the morning and see all these bombings and somehow all be of the same mind that this was a conspiracy theory and we also need to tell democrats to tone down their rhetoric I'm sorry, motherfuckers. I know that's coming from somewhere. I'm not going to get on the goddamn dark web and find out where, but I know that shit's coming from somewhere, so fuck you. You only go on the dark web to get your aspartame. Yeah, I get I get my liquid aspartame. And your aspartame. I put it in Chet Wild's drinks. You motherfucker. And in 15 years, we'll see what happens. It's all science, baby. It's just science. Fucked. But, so let's talk about, I want to play some of this video. This is Bill Mitchell on his fucking... YouTube show or some shit. <laughs> and this is him talking about the bombing. We've only been recording for 28 minutes. This feels like two hours. I know. it. Re- I've been looking at the clock. <laughs> I too. thought we were running long. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's exhausting. And it's about to get more exhausting. I will pause this intermittently so I can respond to some of the things being said here. But uh, let's do it. That's what she said. Hey. I don't get it. He's a boy. And people say, why do Democrats keep going back to this whole thing, going back to that trough with the fake polls? Because it doesn't work for them. Because they literally have nothing else left. What do they've got? Here it comes. uh, Of course, there's shows called Your Voice America. Oh, you know what they can do? Of course, it's coming out of Florida. How about a fake bomb scare? (laughs) Exactly right. How about a fake bomb scare? Let me go ahead and throw the graphic up on this uh, bomb thing. This, uh, just to bring everybody up to speed, in case you've been busy all day and somehow didn't uh, hear about this, somebody sent supposedly, these uh, mail bombs to Nancy Pelosi and, uh, let's see, was it Chuck Schumer too? Chuck Schumer, Maxine <clears throat> Waters, CNN, uh, and Brennan, Soros. Brennan. He's about to make Clinton, the argument. 
<laughs> right. Did they send one to Chuck okay. Schumer? Yeah. And they sent them in these envelopes. I don't think okay. so. Yeah, and these were, I mean, I'm, Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm almost calling these the lipstick bombs. Okay. This is his first point that somehow because these bombs were so small that this is like not an issue. Yeah, he's minimalizing them. Right. And his graphic... Because there's one photograph and I'm going to show you. It's right next to a Clorox container. Unless this was a 10-gallon drum of Clorox wipes, these bombs are about the size of a large... I will try uh, to pause this in time for us to look at this picture. Really small, as bombs go. Okay. And they were mailed in envelopes that are easily identifiable. Pronounced envelopes. odd inside. You hold the envelope and it's like, well, it feels like there's a bomb in here. Okay. Okay, so does it feel like there's lipstick in there or does it feel like there's a bomb in there when you hold it? Because you just said this thing is so small it might as well be lipstick. So now when you hold these, and if you've looked at the fucking envelope, that is not a lipstick container. Like the envelope, like you've seen these pictures, right? Mm -hmm. I think everyone has seen the pictures. The way that envelope is bulging, it's not a fucking lipstick size bomb. Maybe a lipstick for a giant Oh, man. Oh, my God, man. Fucking gold. (laughs) Holy shit. All right, let's get back to this fuck face. So, yeah, it was very strange. And also, we understand that initially they were mailed, okay, and yet there's no postmark on it. Let me go ahead and let me just go ahead and and bring this up for everybody, see if I can get uh, get it to to come up for everybody. Okay. Now, he's comparing, he's saying because, well, there's these Clorox wipes here, which you can just barely see in the corner. But for one thing, there are multiple sizes of Clorox wipe containers. And that to me looks like the big one. I have the big ones downstairs. That is what that looks like to me. So this bomb, it's not lipstick. It looks like the handle of a fucking lightsaber. If that fucking blew up in your vicinity, you'd be fucked up. Also, if a bomb of the size of a lipstick blew up and you're holding it, somebody could still die. Yeah. It's like saying, well, you can hold a fucking firecracker and set it off in your hand. It's not a bomb. It's not going to hurt anything. No, it'll blow your fucking hand off. Okay, here is uh, this guy's on the, so much uh, cocaine. How many views this stuff? And you can see that Not there a lot. is no postmark uh, or uh, canceled stamps on the envelope. And if you look at that Clorox container, uh, that is a very tiny little bomb. And that is also a. Um, oops, I got to bring my uh, my co-host back here. I you apologize. don't have to. Let me get him back up here. This motherfucker looks like. Uh, hold on a second. This guy looks like Max Headrooms kid there he is okay great a little electronics there okay but um uh, as you notice there's no, this guy no is postmark no canceled sure. uh stamps and that's a very small bomb so a very small bomb like that is meant to be a proximity device meaning it is meant, intended to maim and not to kill so well oh, that's so okay what? so who fucking cares What's he only the point wanted of to that? give obama and hillary third degree burns he yeah he only yeah. wanted to kill him he just wanted to cripple somebody he didn't want to kill anybody Okay, and uh, basically, one of the proximity device, you need to be triggered by whatever happens when you open the package. Okay, when you have an envelope, it's very hard to do a proximity thing on an envelope like that. Uh, but there apparently is no bumps. wiring sure does. that would indicate that was wired to open when the package opened. Okay, it's very small, and there's a little timer on it, like a little egg timer on it. Okay, that counts down the uh, the minutes, and that would mean that this device was set to go off at a certain time. Yeah, uh, so you open your mail, you have a bomb in your hand, you got two minutes to get rid of it. Yeah, is any of this like what is his fucking point? Like, what is this supposed to be proving? And he's saying this is the fucking problem with politicians, especially on the right. But sometimes just people on the right. He's got so much conviction in his voice when he says this shit. That's what I'm talking about when, like, 
people need to give opinions way less way. This guy just woke up and he's like, well, I can't accept reality. So, but I feel this way. Right. So, because I have these thoughts, my opinions have more weight than the facts. Right. And that's somehow how the entire fucking right woke up. Opinion and just the making shit these, up. Maybe they watched this. Maybe this is what motherfuckers watch first thing in the morning. Because like 5,000 people, that's enough to get the shit spread. Like from there, it's just your uncle who works at a fucking car dealership needs to hear it from someone and he'll spread it to his fucking idiot friends. Sorry for when calling is, you idiots. Uh, so idiots. as far as the bomber knew, it might go off when it was sitting in somebody's inbox in some empty office somewhere. Yeah, yeah that's just okay. a random stranger. And this is not a big enough bomb to do major damage there. How so very small. And also, I've been told by bomb? bomb experts that as you can look at this device, uh, the wire goes to the top of the bomb and the bottom of the bomb. This is not a battery. This is a bomb. The way bombs work is... You have wires go to the top of the bomb. Why? Because that's where the blasting cap is. Because you have to have a blasting cap to set off a bomb. So I think he's implying that, oh, well, they were, they're sending a fake bomb. And again, so what? If a motherfucker sends a packet of white powder to the president, it's going to be a thing. Like you know, that motherfucker in a movie theater, it's still not okay. Right. If there's not a fire. Like you're, it, you might not get the same kind of charges, but you're going to get some fucking charges and you're still acting in a way that's meant to influence people politically and scare people and intimidate people. And this motherfucker is arguing that it only matters if the bomb goes off. Like, what the fuck kind of and if no one dies if we were only injured. Goddamn uh, argument yeah. is this. But let's keep listening because I already met an old white man. This is fucking healthy. Florida. For instance, if you have C4 or an explosive, my understanding of it, I could be wrong. My understanding is you yeah, can take you C4 could could and be. throw it against the wall as hard as you could, and it's just going to splat. It's not going to do anything. It needs a blasting cap to set it off. Okay, gunpowder needs a blasting cap or an impact to, to set it off. And so there will be one wire to the top. The fact there's a wire going to I the bottom and the top means this is not jerking a, a bomb. Off. De- designed to go off. It looks like now, a real-life I don't real know if there's actually yeah. explosive material inside the bomb. <clears throat> they weren't clear about that, what that might be. But even if there was, and they say, oh, it's a viable device, that doesn't mean that it was ever intended to work. That this is What's the a fucking false point? device. And I said this on Twitter today, and Wa- uh, Washington Post jumped down my throat. As they should. And they said, you know, Bill Which Mitchell Which is what said, he wanted. He wanted yeah. somebody to pick <laughs> him up. Uh, false flag. This is just a Democrat scheme to try to distract uh, from the mob mentality of the left. And they say, and they said incredulously, and his tweet is still up there. It's like, what? Twitter has not banned him for this horrible lie? It's like, no, I'm telling the truth. <clears throat> this How is can you be telling the truth if it's just it your made no up opinion? There is no postmark on the thing. And they say that it was delivered by Here we go. courier. Okay. Yeah. Who was the courier? We're not going to tell you because courier. you will dox that envelope. motherfucker. Not envelope and courier. They will dox this motherfucker the right will harass this motherfucker for the rest of his life for being a crisis actor we know what will happen if they just tell you who the courier is you don't need to fucking know who the courier is fuck you and these are probably questions as early into this as this is who is this motherfucker assuming they're not asking those questions you think there's not a motherfucker out there investigating this going oh Oh, yeah, who is the courier? We should ask the courier. Like, you fucking piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. Based on Adam's emotions and defensiveness, I actually think you're the courier. Oh, it's like, man, I don't... I, who are these people? Like, how are you Old listen, white dudes. How are you, who taught them how to use the internet? Well, how... 
how are young people even, or anyone, how is anyone hearing this and going, you know what? That's right. No, it's not. It's nonsense. Again, we're not. People are giving opinions and made up shit way more weight than facts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if you just said facts first, that this this all goes away. <sighs> and that's kind of where the, it's a double-edged sword with Trump, because, like, the media does empower his shitty messages by covering it, but also he's the president, so what are you supposed you to do, not cover, cover it? it? Yeah. You have to cover it, and you have to call it out. And that's what these motherfuckers want, is for the media to stop doing that. Like, I've heard people throw around the term obsessed. Oh, we're obsessed with Trump. That's because we fucking elected a Nazi, which is a thing, judging from one of his fucking rally speeches after this. He not only said he was a nationalist, but he also said people need to stop comparing people to historical villains. It's like, then stop acting like a historical villain, motherfucker. Like, what the hell? This is still America for the time being. I get to call you Hitler if I want to fucking call you Hitler. That's how the fucking government works. That's how the American way of life works. And you are calling that into question and threatening that. So, of course, people are upset. God damn. Like, oh, this is fun. Remember that episode of Family Matters where Carl has anger issues and then they teach him a three, two, one, one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? But see, I, then three, I would two, just re- I would just remember at the one, end two, what's three. bothering me, and I would be angry what again. What the heck is? How about Serenity Now? That worked out well for George's dad. Seinfeld. Yeah, I didn't watch Seinfeld that much. Really? Yeah. That's oh. fine. Hey, let's talk about the person who got arrested. Caesar Syak, fifty-six years old, lives in Fort Lauderdale, Let Florida. Let me bet you three things. One, he's not from Florida. Two, he doesn't own a white van. And three, that white van is definitely not covered with pro-Trump, anti-Hillary stickers. Chet, you're wrong on all counts. Oh, come on! Yeah, if you can believe it, he's from Florida, drives a white van. That van is covered in pro-Trump, anti-Hillary, anti-CNN stickers. Florida, if Columbus was a state. And this will be the point where the right again tries to turn this into a conspiracy theory like this will just be oh what do we really know about this guy like maybe the fucking left planted him and it's a false still a false american probably uh, yeah if nothing else they'll be like see we're not racist this guy who sent out the trump bombs was native american they'll they'll all of a sudden the right will flip and they'll look at dna and be like that's elizabeth warren's cousin it was a conspiracy (laughs) exactly uh yeah he sent 12 bombs i think 13 so far it's probably 19 by time this comes up i think there was one that they suspected might have gone to kamala harris and as we started recording that hadn't been confirmed or denied yet uh i just why don't we just go without for a few years how about just no president like let's just fucking wing it and see if we can I would be fine with that. Well, that was one thing I, uh, ah, shit, where is it? Uh, I retweeted Ryan Knight. The United States of America does not currently have a president. It has a self-proclaimed nationalist who is attacking our press, destroying our institutions, dividing our people, undermining our values, and turning our country into a fascist state. Yeah. That's why we're mad. Anyways, this bomber, he doesn't need to build bombs because he's got guns. He's a bodybuilder. Yeah, exactly. And he's also the owner of two companies, one called Native American Catering and Vending, as well as Proud Native American One Low Price Dry Cleaning. That almost sounds racist. <laughs> it does sound weird, yeah. Like uh, like how a white person thinks a Native American talks? Yeah. Proud Native American One Low Dry Price Dry Cleaning. 
whatever. He was flagged as a suspect after making previous terror threats to judges. One of those involved a threat to bomb someone in 2002. He was driving a van covered in pro-Trump and anti-Hillary Clinton stickers. Get the fuck out of town. One sticker showed Hillary Clinton's head between a set of crosshairs. Yeah, Trump's never tweeted anything like that. No. Another sticker read, dishonest media, CNN sucks. Trump's never pushed that agenda. Nah. And all of this is according to metro.co.uk and presumably lots of other sources by now. So, yeah, they made an arrest. It is apparently not a... It's not Antifa pretending to send bombs. It's not... It's just a crazy motherfucker sent bombs, whether they were intended to work or not. Like... That's not, this isn't a practical joke. Yeah, there's a bunch of photos of him at various Trump rallies and yeah, what down that stuff's coming out. There's not, it's a hardcore Trumper. It, People are like, oh, he's not one of us. No, he's, he's you. He's literally the person that, that the rallies and drove to Washington for the yeah. fucking inauguration. He's a hardcore Trumper. Yeah. And it, so it's like, what now? Like, what is, what's going to be the response on the right now besides, hey, libs you better tone down your rhetoric why because you just sent us a bunch of fucking bombs no that is not a reason to tone down our rhetoric if anything i could could see some hardcore alt-right person now like doing up a conspiracy to send bombs to republicans that look make it look like they're from the left to be like see they're doing it too yeah like it's like the idea this is real dangerous it's a slip i mean the whole him being elected president is dangerous but we're now getting into like not one not two like how many political leaders getting legit bombs, lipstick yeah. or not? Yeah, and there was just an actual racially motivated shooting uh, that happened in the midst of all this. Yeah, Kroger and the, yeah. the guy didn't shoot the white guy because he's like, I would never shoot another white. I'm yeah. paraphrasing, but that's what he said. And he, try- like, he tried to enter a predominantly black church first, and it's like, yeah, but tell me more about how the people on the left need to tone it down. It's like when the president is consistently, and even in this moment, we didn't play, did we even play his comments? I don't think we did. Now we glossed over Quincy's tweet. Let's, uh... Larger national effort to bridge our divides and bring people together. The media also has a responsibility to set a civil tone and to stop the endless hostility and constant negative and oftentimes False attacks and stories. Then no do something positive. Carelessly compare the media keeps covering violent rhetoric. to historical villains. Nah. Which is done often. It's done all the time. I'll do it right now. You're just stop. like Hitler. We should not mob people in public spaces or destroy Unless they're Nazis eating in restaurants. Property. Any acts or threats of political violence are an attack on our democracy itself define our no nation can succeed that tolerates violence or the threat of violence as a method of political intimidation said my speechwriter or control we all know that such conduct must be fiercely opposed and firmly prosecuted as he looks directly into the teleprompter yeah yeah it's like man that that's that's really where people are expecting this to go well, now that we've sent you bombs, aren't you ready to tone it down a little bit? It's actually a great opportunity for Trump to win over some moderate on the fence people. Right. But he but doesn't want to do that. Like, that's not his strategy is never going to be to win over moderates. That's I guarantee you that. 
His strategy is fucking set in stone. So, yeah, that that was uh, not once did, as a lot of media outlets have pointed out, uh, not once did he say, hey, you know what? I could probably tone my shit down a little bit, too. It's just all, hey, stop talking so bad about me and maybe you won't get bombs sent to you. I mean, the media literally covers what you say and you say things that promote violence. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the words you are saying. Like, they're coming out of your mouth. Like, you you need to own that. This is the same guy that tweeted or retweeted a gif of him from wrestling where they superimposed CNN and Hillary over various things where he's just, like, beating them up. Literally. Right, yeah. But he definitely doesn't endorse violence. That I should have brought that. It's like a minute and a half clip that I posted in the Discord. Because a bunch of people were like, Trump doesn't a bunch. One fucking bowel movement is like, uh, show me where he's ever called for violence. Yeah, there's a supercut. You selective of, hearing motherfucker. There is a supercut of Trump calling for violence or brushing off violence or endorsing violence. Like, come on, try harder than that. Anyway, one thing that I think is getting buried, one, I think, really important story about intimidating political opponents is happening right now, and I think it is kind of getting buried by this bombing story, and that is that Chuck Grassley has referred Michael Avenatti and Julie Swetnick to the Department of Justice, and he wants the Department of Justice to open a criminal probe into her statements that were uh, part of the Kavanaugh hearing. She didn't. I don't think she even spoke, but they want her statements as part of a criminal probe, not Dr. Ford's. They don't, they don't want those statements because those could possibly be corroborated with evidence of some sort. Well, Avenatti tweeted, maybe if Grassley was actually a lawyer that knew something about the law, he would realize what he has done. Just opened up Pandora's box as it relates to Justice Kavanaugh's con- conduct. It's Christmas in October. Yeah, and I hope that's what it turns out to be. I hope this isn't just a successful attempt to silence someone who tried to stop your agenda. Because it could very well end in that also. And that's going to be a chilling moment in American history when Julie Swetnick goes to prison for agreeing to testify in the... Because she can't produce physical evidence of a fucking gang rape that happened at a party 18 years ago. Like, I'm just saying, like, if that ends in her going to prison, that's going to be a fucking... That's a bad time. And it could very well be that. Like, I, I'm glad Michael Avenatti is so hopeful about how this is going to turn out, but... That motherfucker better not run for president, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I like mean, fuck that guy. That. Yeah. Like, he's a piece of shit, but uh, a lot of people are, are piece of shits, and they don't have to go to prison over it. And I just... I, I, I felt like when I watched... Like I said, I felt like when I watched those hearings that they were building up to something like this, something where they can set precedent to prosecute women in situations like this. And I feel like this is just another furtherance of it. And it's happening while all this bombing shit is happening. So the people who would normally be outraged by something like this are too distracted by the other story. So, yeah, tell me about conspiracy theories and false flag operations that are meant to cover up migrant caravans. Like the fucking left is carrying the migrant caravan around on our shoulder like it's some kind of shameful thing shut up you 
fucking idiots. I forget the name of the guy, but Obama's former speechwriter is like, really? You think the Democrats like conspire to get all these illegal immigrants to come here to vote when they can't even get people in fucking America their own party <laughs> yeah, to no vote? Shit. Yeah, goddamn. So yeah, the Michael Avenatti and Julie Swetnick thing is going to be interesting to follow. And I'm really interested to see how that turns out. I do hope it ends up being a thing where it's uh, it's bad for Kavanaugh, like Avenatti thinks. But we'll see. How have we only been recording 50 minutes? I know, but this feels like enough. When I looked up, it said yeah. 5150, and that is the code for criminally insane in California. I think federally, too. Yeah. 5150. Federal. Name of, name of an easy e album. Not a good one. But an album nonetheless. An album nonetheless. But if you want to hear about the albums we're listening to, hey, yeah. We have a more upbeat podcast that also came out today, Unpops Every Day. Yeah. Listen to Unpops Every Day, every day, because we do a lot of heavy political shit on these podcasts. But then on, on that one, pods. we're just fucking- That's why we record that second to blow off some steam. Just riffing on the, the funny news. I try my best to keep it from not, to keep it from being political at all. Sure. The only political thing I'm covering is uh, History Channel has a Watergate documentary. Yeah, I mean, this, this, the, today's episode is, and every Monday, it's just me and Chet talking about movies, like we used to do on Least Anticipated yeah. Podcast of the Week. It's basically that, but yeah. it's just but Mondays now. Under a different name, just like outtakes are under the Unpops every day. Which, by the way, if you subscribe on Patreon, you can get two bonus episodes of Unpops every day each week along with bonus episodes of a bunch of other podcasts that I co-host. So you should go do that. And if you want to see pictures of my dog before anyone else does, join our Discord server. Yeah, hit up the Discord. We will uh, we'll add that link to our Twitter bio so you can, if there's room in our Twitter bio, or we'll just tweet it and you can just go fucking look yeah. and find it. What are we, your goddamn bookmark service? I'm not, your, I'm not your, bo- your barks, your bookmarks. You're, you're our barks. Your fucking bookmarks. So, so sassy. Chat, what do you got to plug? Uh, I'm a minister now. Did I talk about that yet? I think you have. All right. Well, I'm just plugging that. People need. You are desperate to, to marry someone, aren't you? I'm already marrying people, but uh, I'm just excited about it. I got a parking pass. I can park wherever the fuck I want on wedding days as a minister. Oh, wow. I'm going to take up three handicap spots at this wedding I'm doing in a couple weeks. You should. I'm pretty excited. I can bless your house. I can bless your home. Do you do stand up as a minister? No. You should. Maybe. I mean, I have a couple good religious jokes. Take that to Shark Tank. Be like, hey, I'm the wacky wedding minister. AGT, here I come. Yeah. You do. No, take it to Shark Tank. Get Mark, Both. Mark Cuban to All invest. All networks. Yeah. Yeah. Take it everywhere. I'm going to take it to Big Brother on CBS. Yeah. Take it to Coachella, too. If you want more banter like this, listen to Unpops Every Day. Hell yeah. Or listen to the outtakes, which is one of the bonus episodes. We should have every episode going, uh, you know, I'm at, I've been Adam Todd Brown. I go, I'm Chet Wow. And then when we go, good luck, America. Let's try it. Okay. I'm Adam Todd Brown. And I'm Chet Wild. Good luck, America. America. Hey, we did it. Oh, that was exhausting.